Hi, and welcome to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. Our focus here on Healing Quest is integrative health, including mind-body medicine, and how it can help us all achieve optimum well-being. You know, Thanksgiving is just around the corner, the rainy season looks like it's begun, and the mornings are bright and crisp, so fall is certainly here. And if our darker, shorter days make you think about hibernating a bit, you'll want to hear our conversation in a few minutes with the founder of a nationally known nonprofit called Sunflower Wellness. Turns out that hibernating thing may not be such a good idea, so be sure to stay tuned for that. And also in our show today, you're going to get an update from Karen Drucker, one of our favorite people about her latest release of healing music and one song we especially like titled Let It Go. (laughs) That's right. But first, we have some natural news updates, starting with good news about so-called smart greenhouses. Those are greenhouses that generate electricity in addition to growing fruits and vegetables. Well, the study was done at UC Santa Cruz to see if the electricity-generating solar panels that were on top of the greenhouses affected the, the produce growing below. The worry was that the panels might change the amount and quality of light coming in. But good news, the test showed that fruits and veggies grown in the smart greenhouses were just as healthy as those grown in conventional greenhouses. So the scientists at UC Santa Cruz say self-sustaining greenhouses, you know, could soon be in our future. And that's especially good news because greenhouses use lots of energy to control temperatures and, and power fans and lights and all the other monitoring systems that you have in a greenhouse. So that would be really great news. Well, here's an amazing fact. The global use of greenhouses for food production has increased sixfold over the last 20 years to more than 9 million acres of greenhouses. That's about twice the size of New Jersey. Well, next is a study from Australia, which has found that push-ups and sit-ups could add years to your life. The study was conducted by the University of Sydney and based on information from over 80,000 adults. The bottom line is that the people who did simple strength-based exercises had a 23% reduction in the risk of premature death. The analysis showed that exercises like sit-ups and push-ups that are performed using one's own body weight are just as effective as gym-based training when it comes to long-term health and well-being. The research was published in the American Journal of Epidemiology. Well, that's good news. You can just do that at home. You don't have to necessarily be in the gym. Yep. Well, next is a study from USC showing that hormone replacement therapy may be good for women's memories. Researchers say estrogen treatment after menopause protects the memory for short-term cognitive tasks. That would be things like remembering which grocery items to pick up at the store, where you put your keys. What happens is the estrogen does this by reducing the stress hormone cortisol, which is enabling the brain to perform better on so-called working tests. Now, earlier tests had shown that a combination therapy of estrogen and progesterone had been linked to potential health issues. But the study's author says hormone therapy may not be right for every woman, but the estrogen-only treatment should certainly be an option for many. Well, it could be an option for many. I don't think it should. Um, I think what he was saying was that but, it's a it's a conversation that should happen, that women should feel free to have with, with their doctor. Oh, okay. Well, next we have news about the identification of a key chemical that helps us suppress unwanted thoughts. Ooh, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Well, the chemical is known as GABA, G-A-B-A, and it was identified by scientists at the University of Cambridge in England. And they say GABA concentrations in the brain predict our ability to prevent unwanted thoughts from returning. It's a key discovery in helping deal with anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, and schizophrenia. The study's author says our ability to control our thoughts is fundamental to our well-being. And when that breaks down, it causes debilitating psychiatric problems. 
Well, that's not good. He says the GABA finding could lead to a new approach in dealing with intrusive and unwanted thoughts and a broad range of conditions, including excessive worrying and even hallucinations. Hey, we may have another thought on that later in the show about how to just let it go. I was just thinking about let it go. Well, uh, there you stay go. Stay tuned. You're going to want to know about that. And finally, researchers at the University of Michigan have found that spanking during childhood can lead to depression, drinking, and drug abuse in adults. Their study used data from more than 8,300 people ranging in age from 19 to 97. Wow, 19 to 97. That's that's a big range. Mm. Well, spanking is defined, uh, of course, in this study as using physical force with the intention of causing a child to experience pain. Now, that means not, not injury, but pain to correct or control the youth's behavior. And, you know, it's really interesting. Uh, we've kind of seen a reversal of this. I mean, I, I know in our, my generation, we were spanked. Yeah. Uh, my children were not, our children weren't spanked. Were not they? Much. No, I, can not, remember, <laughs> I can remember one time, and, that, and it, just, it just felt so wrong, you know, so I just didn't do it anymore. Yeah. And, and I think that, um, you know, so we saw that it, that it wasn't happening so much. And now I have to say that I've seen a little bit of that when I've been in a store, when I've been places, when I've seen, you know, it's like grabbing and yeah. shaking is just as bad as spanking. It's causing physical, in my humble opinion, and that's just that, that, that's my thought. And we're going to find out here in a few minutes from uh, Dr. Thomas right. how she feels about that and, and what we can do. And as a matter of fact, that's one of the questions I want to ask her is, I know this is really tricky, but, you know, we've probably all been in public places where you see some kid being handled, being grabbed, being shook in a way that just... That just seems like my gosh, you you could be abused. That could that could create injury. I don't know what what's the right thing to do then. So maybe we'll find out when we get Dr. Thomas in here, who's an expert, about the programs that are available to help parents find nonviolent ways to deal with the challenges of raising a child. Oh, I, I'm I can't wait to hear that. So don't forget, podcast of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at kfbk.com or on the iHeartRadio app. And my favorite way to find them is just by googling Healing Quest iHeart Podcasts. And you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Email us at info at healingquestradio.com. That's info at healingquestradio.com. Or call us 877-544-4827. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on KFBK and iHeartRadio. Radio.